Welcome to episode 36 from Best Book Bits. Today I'll be sharing Kyle Cease, I hope I screw this up, How Falling in Love with Your Fears Can Change the World. This book was published in 2017 and weighing in at 256 pages. If Eckhart Tolle and Jim Carrey had a baby, that baby would be Kyle Cease. Kyle unravels the deepest issues standing between us and emotional freedom. From discovering the never-ending opportunities that come from playing and going with whatever comes up in the moment, to learning to let go of what feels heavy in our lives. This book is a journey into the endless possibilities that can appear if we dare to let go of our fear of screwing up. This is my take on the best book bits I found worth capturing. If you like what you hear, I strongly suggest you buy the book using the link in the description. So without further ado, I bring you, I hope I screw this up. Robin Williams once said, comedy is acting out optimism. Mark Twain put it this way, humor is mankind's greatest blessing. One's calling in life is an ever-evolving express of oneself. Most people don't say what's actually on their minds. We're always thinking something, but instead of saying what we're really thinking, which would free us and open us up to new possibilities, we instead say whatever we think people want to hear. How much easier would life be if we just said what we're thinking in the moment? Something I've learned is that sharing my deepest truth, no matter how scary it is in the moment, is freedom. My only pain would come from repressing that truth. Anyone who has made a true impact on this planet at one point had to step out of the expectation of the people around them and listen to the inner calling that moved them into the place of originality beyond what they had done before. When we haven't done something before, our minds are under the illusion that we can't. So we're horrified that we're moving beyond the story they have built to protect us. Most of us would admit that we may be afraid of failure to some degree, but many of us might not even be aware that we are just as afraid of success. Your identity thinks that if you succeed, you're going to be something different than you are now, and the limited story you've been identifying with is going to die. It's actually saving its life by not letting you succeed. I'm not my past story. In fact, I'm not any story. I'm just this moment. And the more I release those limitations, the more I begin to open up to the possibilities and make room for an entirely new perspective on myself to come through. We all have the exact same level of ability to tap into the unlimited creativity available in every moment. The only thing that separates you from any human being is your belief in your past story. Other than that, we're all the same. The need for food and shelter becomes the need for love and approval as we move deeper into the illusion that our happiness comes from someone or something outside of ourselves. Even once we're adults and providing food and shelter for ourselves, we're still constantly looking for someone, anyone outside of us to take the role of the provider of our love and well-being. Someone who would tell us we're good, that we're loved. It's a matter of survival. The mind might never understand why falling in love with not knowing is one of the greatest ways to access the place of trust and it doesn't have to understand Our minds are brilliant tools are being given to use in collaboration with creativity in our hearts. But many of us are living exclusively from our heads and have cut off the infinite wisdom of our souls. I've learned that the wisdom that comes out when you're selfishly helping someone else 
is also truly the wisdom that you need to hear. When you step into opportunity, you cut off the fear. When you step into the fear, you cut off the opportunity. Which means if you step into what your heart says, you cut off the worry of your mind. If you step into the what your head says, you cut off the guidance of your heart. Your mind sees your worth only according to what you currently are, based on the evidence you have from them from your past, instead of the potential of what might become if you followed your calling. You can always measure what you lose, but you can't see what you'll gain. Listening to the calling within yourself instead of looking for external guidance. It's easy to alcohol or food, but an addiction to getting approval from the outside world is a lot tougher to see. The truth is, none of our emotions are bad. Not sadness, not fear, not negativity. It's not about getting rid of our sadness. It's about becoming a big enough space that we can totally accept and love every part of ourselves. It's not about avoiding the dark and moving toward the light. The amount of light that we can bring into the world is equal to the amount of darkness that we can accept and love. We're not here to feel happy. We're here to feel fully. Allowing yourself to fully experience every emotion that you feel is the gateway to actual transformation. There is no emotion, experience or situation that is bigger than what you are. You are capable of growing beyond anything if you're allowed yourself to be with it. When we let go of something that is taking up space in our lives, we make room for something else to come in. When your intention beats habit, you win the game of life. One of the most basic illusions that we are under is that we believe we are whatever we are experiencing. I am sad, I am happy, I am poor, I am sick, I am young. Those things aren't what you are. They are just circumstances on the surface of your life. What you actually are is beyond all of that. Anytime you do something positive or different from the masses, some people think you're in a cult. While they might not automatically assume you're in a cult, but the point is, when we do something out of the norm, we're often met with resistance from people in their lives who don't want us to change. Many times people get scared when someone close to them changes or does something different because they are afraid to change themselves. The mind loves to come up with its own problems and solve the problem that it just created. It's actually how it creates the illusion that it's in control. You are what you love, not what loves you. When you were a kid, you did just what you love to do, no matter what anyone else thought of you. In that place, it doesn't matter what someone else's opinion of you is. You have something deeper that is moving you. That level of freedom is still available to all of us if we go back to doing what we just love because we love it. Not because we think we can get love from someone outside of ourselves. Basically, you only you only care about what someone else thinks about you where you're in your head because that's the only place an opinion exists. When you're in your heart, you're just creative, love and effortless expression. What people think about what you're doing doesn't even register. How lost we are in our stories of our lives and how these stories are really just a lie. I was totally trapped in the belief that I had to protect my story of who I was. And as soon as I stepped out of that belief, I experienced true freedom for the first time. My happiness and fulfillment are based on my work going outward, not what comes back to me. True happiness comes from sharing love, not from getting love.
Out happiness is not in anything external. Nobody and nothing has control of your happiness. If you think you need something for you to be happy, you make that thing your God. You are naturally happy in the absence of the belief that you need something outside of yourself to get happy. When you live in this place of natural self-connection, the side benefit is that you become totally creative and insightful, and things start to happen for you. You become a magnet for other circumstances and relationships that reflect the happiness that you have inside. You start to attract thoughts and ideas that access new opportunities that will match your level of alignment. The beliefs, I'm not enough, my happiness is outside of me, and I don't deserve love, are just illusions that block us from our own true happiness. I realized that there were layers and layers of habits and addictions in my life that were keeping me away from that feeling of unlimited joy. I was in a completely new reality where instead of trying to pile on achievements and material possessions, I was on a mission to release myself from needing any of that stuff. We can't ever allow something new to come into our lives until we make room for it. Learning to make decisions based off me and myself versus me and my circumstances. We rarely connect to ourselves. We never listen to what we actually want. And because we are confused about what we want, life gives us back the confusion we're unconsciously requested. We do what we think we should do and we don't honor what our bodies say they want to do. Bob Proctor says, The less replaceable you are, the more you're worth. Everything you desire will fall into your lap if you just let it. Nobody understands your calling but you. When you feel a calling inside yourself, you just have to do it. You can't check in with other people because they aren't feeling what you're feeling. Very often, we keep things that we think will get us what we want, but they actually keep us from getting what we truly want. Your job is to feel the love in you, beyond whatever circumstances your mind is saying you need to have for you to be happy. This life is a playground. It's not a multiple choice exam. You can't screw this up. Listen to your body, take the leaps that are scary and exciting and the calling from your depth of your soul and watch how the world unfolds in front of you. We're always looking for reasons in our external circumstances to prove why we shouldn't be happy. Being selfish in a universal way means you are making yourself a priority so you can overflow your power, love and compassion onto the world. What we are is way beyond any of the boundaries that we've boxed ourselves into. And knowing this allows creative ideas and visions for the future to come in from that out-of-the-box place. We're now moving with the flow of life instead of against it. We're letting ourselves be pulled by inspired ideas and moving into action in the most effortless ways, which allows us to create even more impact in the world than we ever thought possible. What if deep down wasn't a place to live, and it was actually just what you were? If you choose to see the thought as a little child, and you just tell that thought in you, that you hear it and love it, it will go away. Really picture that when that thought comes up, as if it's a child who said it to you. When you become a space of love for any thought that arises within you, you can literally feel that thought moving through you. Your true acceptance of a passing thought is actually what allows it just to keep passing through. A great exercise I do with the people I work with is to say any fear-based thought that's coming up and then say, I love that, right after it. 
If you allow a thought to show up and consciously acknowledge it and give it love, you short circuit the pattern of resistance that keeps those kinds of thoughts active. What you learn cannot be unlearned. Everything that arises in the moment becomes an opportunity for you to grow and expand into even more of yourself. At a certain point, you really start to understand that the true value we receive in any situation is actually the internal growth that brings us closer to knowing that we are just love. In every moment, you make the choice to either move into the illusion of yourself or move into the love you actually are. Every step you take is either moving you towards the ice cube or moving you toward the ocean. A leap can be scary, but on the other side of it is growth and new opportunities that you can't see until you take the leap. Even though it's actually the easiest thing we can do, moving into being is really the ultimate leap. Taking a leap like quitting a job you hate or leaving a relationship that feels heavy can be scary because the the mind's protection mechanism wants you to keep safe from the unknown. But true fulfillment will never come from that illusion of safety of the mind tried to create for you. Your safety isn't in your retirement fund or your savings account. It's in your ability to listen to your heart and connect to the guidance that is moving you towards opportunities that will give you the real security that the mind has been promising all along. When you have clarity and confidence in what you're moving towards, you don't have to constantly be looking over your shoulder at what you're trying to avoid. Life is like a choose-your-own-adventure book. Life is always giving us options to either step into our true power or retreat into the safety of our ice cube. It's not about the thing. It's about honoring what you feel in the moment. The more and more I learn to trust that light feeling I experience in my body, the more I'm able to make effortless decisions based on my actual guidance instead of the addictive desire of my mind. When you take time to connect to yourself, The unlimited creativity that we're all made of just starts to seep into your life and transform everything you do. When you start doing this, you almost can't tell how you've changed because everything has changed. The only difference between you and everyone else is the story in your head. This sounds crazy to the mind because it's in a separation machine. From the mind to survive, it has to be separate from everything and everyone it sees so it can maintain its individual story. When we move beyond the mind, we enter a dimension where we see how much of a lie that actually is. Our bodies and minds are like individual rivers that flow to and from the same ocean. The mind loves to convince us that one thing is better than another, that life is better than death, that happiness is better than sadness, that a sunny day is better than a rainy day. Challenge yourself to investigate all the beliefs that your mind has created and see if there is another perspective. Beyond the mind, that might offer you even more freedom. You know you're in a why when the idea you have helps other people. Michael Beckworth once said, when you work for the universe, you're never unemployed. Once you start giving from a why, you won't believe how many of the things you wanted before will start to show up naturally. If you really want to get all the things that you desire, shift to giving. If you don't see any results, that's because you're still trying to get. You need to truly surrender your getting and move into an infinite place of abundance and giving in order to tap into the flow of life that will provide you with everything you need. 
You've got to make sure that you're not trying to give so that you can get. When you live in your heart, sometimes people who live in their heads will not feel worthy of being around you. This is how the universe pre-rejects people who don't align with your soul. So you can make room to only be around people who do. This place of connection to ourselves and allowing a why to come through is the most important part of creating anything in your life. You are learning to follow the feeling, not the reason. From now on, the feeling is the reason. The most important asset you have is your ability to consciously live in the high vibration of excitement. When you're in that high vibration of excitement, you release that everything in working together and nothing is in conflict. You're not here to get to an end point. Your end point is to be in an open-ended possibility. You will never be free by only changing the external world. The biggest reason that we stress is because we're trying to control the things that we can't control and aren't controlling what we can. There are so many things that we can't directly control. We can't control what a football team just did. We can't control our past. We can't control what other people think about us. However, we love to grab onto these situations and argue with them because we can't do anything about it. We can control our decisions. We can control our intentions. We can control who and what we surround ourselves with. But the biggest thing we can control is whether or not we accept this moment fully. You cannot control what other people do, but you can control what you do. You can let go of the heaviness of the world and grab on to the infinite lightness of your intentions. My top five best book bits from Cole Cease. I hope I screw this up. Number one, anyone who has made a true impact on this planet at one point had to step out of the expectations of the people around them and listen to the inner calling that moved them into a place of originality beyond what they had done before. Number two, the only thing that separates you from any human being is your belief in your past story. Other than that, we are all the same. Number three, you know you're in a why when the idea you have helps other people. Number four, when your intentions beat habit, you win the game of life. And my last best book bits, number five, you are what you love, not what loves you. Thanks for watching episode 36 from Best Book Bits. Kyle Cease, I hope I screw this up. To purchase the book, click the link in the video description. Uh, for more titles like this, find us on Facebook and Instagram, hashtag Best Book Bits. Like the video comment on what you think, share with your friends, and if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Have a great day. Thanks for watching.